Hey guys, JK here. Hey, just before we start the podcast, I want to take a quick moment and share with you something that we're really excited about. Obviously, we've been talking to you guys a lot about this new thing called the JK Download. It's on the website. For those of you that have been there, you've already downloaded the Hell Yeah Statement, and you've now probably downloaded the prayer. If you haven't, get to it. Download the prayer. It's an amazing thing in your life. And we're going to continue to share exclusive training and downloadable templates in the future. So uh, make sure you go back to the website, and then you can also get and subscribe to it so you get it in your email box. People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. And uh, you know, I told you that uh, James is going to be gone for quite a while here, so uh, you're not going to get me solo today. Um, actually, I brought, I, I wrangled my brother Jordan uh, uh, to come into the podcast room. And uh, first of all, welcome, my man. Yeah, appreciate it. That's yeah, fun. I, I'm I'm so excited about our conversation today. And uh, for those of you have heard my uh, father or our father on the podcast before, and uh, people just love hearing his wisdom, uh, his experience. I always take advantage of those opportunities to dive deep into some things about life. And I'm really excited to, sh- to talk with you, Jordan. Um, you know, as a as a brother, um, as a son of mom and dad, of course, and just your perspective of life. You know, um, I've got a certain perspective because being the oldest, you know, there was some things and responsibilities that were always put on my shoulders. Yeah. Uh, you're the youngest of all of the brothers, but you also were the oldest. Uh, you know, you're, you we still had the two uh, daughter or two sisters below you, and so you were the older brother to them because, mm-hmm. you know, I was at a uh, I was out at college or I was playing um, sports. Isaac was at college, and so you kind of took that leadership position um, in their lives. But uh, you've stayed, of, co- of course, in, in Casper. You were down in Denver. You and your wife uh, met down there or met at Laramie. You went to Denver, you had that lifestyle, and then you made a decision to come back here. You got three amazing, wonderful kids, and uh, now here you are, dude, on the next chapter of your life. So first of all, talk about this, uh, like what was the decision to come back? Why did you guys leave Mm -hmm. uh, Denver, which we know how much you loved it, right? Mm -hmm. We know how like that really kind of was your vibe. Um, What was it about Casper that was so attractive to you and Lindsay? I guess we always kind of planned on moving back, Mm -hmm. you know, it, uh, I think it was just a natural process. You know, we, we had really great friends all lived in, you know, one area of town, did what we want, wanted to do all the time. No kids. Yeah. Went out to eat all the time, tried a different restaurant, you know, every night, ate amazing food. Um, you know, so we just got to experience this really fun time in our life, but you know, we also knew, or at least I did, It'd be interesting to get Lindsay's perspective, but we've we've chatted about it too. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was kind of one of those things. Well, once we started a family and started having kids, we knew that we were gonna eventually we're gonna move back to Casper. Mm-hmm. You know, we just didn't feel like um, obviously you know millions of people do this and raise their kids in big cities and mm-hmm. all that stuff, but 
it just felt like that was more of the natural thing. And, you know, uh, the thought of our kids growing up with their cousins and, and then, you know, moving back closer to family and brothers and sisters and, and letting the kids, you know, grow up together. That was, that's a special thing. So, um, it was just kind of a natural progression and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. doors opened up, opportunities opened up and, you know, it was kind of the right timing in that. Yeah, and when you were down in Denver, you uh, were with Wells Fargo. Uh, You're in the banking industry. Yeah. Came back up to Casper, um, and and we're still you you still stayed in that industry. Got into insurance for a number of years. Were mm-hmm. very successful in that, and then an, an awesome opportunity opened up for you to become a wealth advisor for Bank of the West, which I I just absolutely love how that has continued to fuel your passions because yeah. you really do. I mean, Jordan, one of the things that I love about where you're at in your life is that you've got so much knowledge about the financial industry. Industry, obviously what government is doing yeah. um, and you've really dived into that pretty deep here uh, I I'm just curious you know it's funny that you say I, I'm as you're saying this it's interesting because you know my perspective is always to get away from family like to go to the big sure. city you were always trying to get away from the city to get back to family which I think yeah. is awesome to see uh, you recently speaking of family recently just purchased a home uh, now we're kind of like taking over the east side with all these Kalinowskis yeah. and which is awesome <laughs> and I mean, it's fun because, you know, I remember when we had, when our kids were younger, they're still pretty young, but younger, you know, we had a very small block of a lot of our family and friends on that block. And it was just was Mm -hmm. so cool to see them be able to ride their bikes to grandma, grandpa's house, uh, to, uh, go across the street to some friend's house. And now you've got so many friends and family within a block and a half radius. Like, is that something that was like, was that a, was that a vision? And now you're like, Oh, we're living this vision. Or was it like, wow, I can't believe we actually have this opportunity. Yeah. I mean, to go back to your question initially about always wanting to go back Uh home, I mean, you know, there was a time where we wanted to go live in the big city and it was great, you know, living our own life and, and doing, you know, having that, that, uh, lifestyle, I guess. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a natural thing to come move back. Um, as far as, you know, moving close to family, I mean, um, or moving in the same neighborhood, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people, it's so, it's so funny cause you know, in Casper, it's, you know, before we moved, we lived like three minutes away and now we live a minute away. Right. You know, we still live close, but, uh, but yeah, this definitely changes, you know, that lifestyle in a sense, you know, kids Mm -hmm. get on their bike and just go run down to your house and go next door to Jenny and Tommy's house. And, um, so, you know, it, it was something that we always wanted, Uh you know, um, and, you know, we've just been blessed to be able to put ourselves in a position financially now to, to make mm-hmm. that happen. And mm-hmm. so we just feel very, you know, just fortunate. Yeah. Well, and Lindsay's parents are literally, I think, four or five blocks away as well, too. Yeah. You know, one of the things about that is that when the, the closeness is wonderful because literally you're just either walking to somebody's house or the kids are riding their bikes. Right. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we and we've grown to enjoy because of the opportunity that we've we've seen mm-hmm. is uh, so many kids come over to the house before they go to school, right? So there's literally like a gang of bikes outside of our uh, our house in the mornings as the kids are getting ready to go to, to school, right? Yeah. And it's just fun to have that community, right? A lot of people don't have that type of a community and we get to do that not only with friends, but also with family. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to have you guys um, so close to us now. So, I, so as you kind of grew up, 
um, your perspective, you know, dad as a driver, um, you know, you've got three older brothers, well, four older brothers, mm-hmm. of course. And, you know, your perspective, because um, we've had a lot of conversations about your mentality and what your view was when it came to, you know, either competition or just life in general. Mm-hmm. Tell me how that had kind of evolved for you. Like, first of all, you know, your passion um, has always been the outdoors. Mm-hmm. You've always loved photography and video, mm-hmm. um, and you've just really been one of those people that have been at peace with the calmness of life. Yeah, and not many people can go there. Um, tell us about that. Like, was that always pretty natural for you, or was that just something that you found that really brought satisfaction to your life? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like I've always had a pretty. Um, calm spirit or easygoing spirit. I mean, I've, I've heard that time and time again in my life is like, man, you're so easygoing. And, you know, um, so I think there's definitely, there's something about your personality and who knows why, I mean, is that birth orders or, you know, going down that road? I'm sure there's something to that too, Mm -hmm. or a lot to that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I always joke about if I if I lived in California or if we grew up in California Beach, I would have been the surfer guy. Yeah, you know, totally. and uh, skipping out on high school and just going and surfing and uh-huh. being a bum, you know. Right. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I just feel like that's always been kind of who I naturally am in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to appreciate the moment. I want to, you know, I don't want to take things for granted. I want to appreciate just all the blessings we get, you know, in life. I mean, to have, you know, a a great wife and to have a family and they, and we all love each other. I mean, we Mm -hmm. have a roof over our head, you Mm -hmm. know, I just, I feel like, you know, because of mom and dad, they've always taught us, you know, not to take things for granted and appreciate, you know, the small things because man, there's so many people out there that just don't have what we have or just the simplicity things of uh, a home, you know, and, you know, a, a family that loves each other. And, right. you know, it's like so many people don't have that. And it, you, don't, you know, you don't have to look very far to see, you know, others that don't have that. So I've always just appreciated the small things, appreciate what, appreciate what we have, mm-hmm. uh, but appreciate the moment, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I think it's so good, though, because I think a lot of men don't have that. You know, a lot of us, it's we we're we're such drivers that mm-hmm. we can't appreciate the moment. I have so many conversations with men about just just slow down, mm-hmm. and, and I'm guilty of this. You know yeah. me long enough that I'm <laughs> so guilty of this, and this is one of the things that you've been so helpful in my life is uh, is to really understand how important it is to appreciate the moments that you have. Yeah. And uh, you know, one of the things that I love about what you do so intentionally is you are. Complete, you're, you're constantly capturing the moment uh, by that, you know, you're doing it by either video or you're doing it by photography. And it's been really fun, you know, over the last week, uh, Jordan and Lindsay and their kiddos have been with staying with us be, as in this transition of you moving into the new house. But one of the things I picked up on um, what you've done even more intentionally is that capturing of the moments. And I know that I'm guilty of not doing that very well. It's always about the destination. It's not a lot, not many times about the journey. Mm-hmm. And even though I understand that, it's hard to live that out sometimes. You do such a great job of that. Um, but I know one of the things that's changed in your life is you've started to see the importance of the destination too. For sure. You know, you were always about the journey and the moment, but now you've got a vision for this man that you desire to become. Talk to us about that because 
you know, you made a great comment uh, as we were going through after the awakening, and we'll probably we'll be talking about that. But you made a great comment, uh, a number of different comments. One is you said, you know, about you know, it's hard. I can't imagine that you were able to rebuild a man in seventy-two hours, which I thought was really impactful. Yeah. Um, but you've made some other great comments along the way as well too. Talk to us about why you desired something else or something more in your life. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We talk about um, personality differences, you know, right. and about you're the driver. And it's always been, like I'm easygoing and, you know, don't get too uh, worked up about things. Or, yeah. but, I, but I don't have that killer instinct, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think for, um, well, up until recently and, and until experiencing the awakening and, um, you know, I would attribute that to just to personality. And you asked me, you know, kind of what's changed in that. And, and, and that is where that credit comes from, because I would say, well, you know, I'm just, I'm not built that way. I'm not wired that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found through that experience is that let's, we all have our passion, you know, it, it's our passion is in each one of us. Mm-hmm. We just have to find what that is. And so that experience really opened up my mind to that is it's not a personality thing. I mean, you might have different personalities, right? Type A, type B, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, but if we all can live out what we're passionate about, we're all going to wake up out of bed, re- you know, foaming at the mouth, ready to attack the day. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that's, that's what that uncovered. Yeah. So as if a, if a guy's listening to this right now yeah. and they're, they can completely relate to you, right. Where there was like, man, I just, you know, I feel like there's a fire, but not really. And I'm really happy, you know, I'm yeah. just really happy and content with my life and content, not being like, not a bad thing, but just really like, yeah. listen, I'm in a good place. I got a pretty good marriage. You know, I, I'm a pretty good dad. I think, you know, I got a good career. Like, why is it important? What was it for you that was so important to go through that? Or at least to now be on the other side of that to say, man, like, I don't want to go back to that dude as good as that dude was. Yeah. Um, how do I answer this? Um, I, I never wanted to be, to me, that was like, uh, I never wanted more stress in my life. Mm. Right. Yes. I was, I was content. I was content where I was at, but I wasn't fulfilled, Mm. you know, like I have, I have a great wife. I have great kids, you know, not to take anything away from that because that's what was feeding me. That's what was filling my cup. Right. Mm -hmm. But I knew that there was more, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, I think you can, you can live that life where you're like, it's okay. I don't want all this added stress and you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when you fast forward five, 10 years down the road, you kind of live in that regret too. Yeah. Where you're like, man, I wish I would have pushed myself a little bit harder. You know, when you say just out of here, I'm going to interrupt that. When you say you knew that you wanted more or that there was more, like, what does that mean? Like, what what did you feel like you were missing? Sure. I mean, you know, it's so funny because life happens in seasons, right? Right. Where it's like, you know, there's, there's, I I can't count how many times where I felt just great things in life that we celebrate. It's not like it's, you go through these years of not having your ups and downs, right? Mm -hmm. Or these highs and lows. But Mm -hmm. I think, um, I don't know how to explain that void. I, I, I just feel like there's, there's gotta be something more. I wanted, 
when I would look at you and, and your drive, it's like, I just don't have that drive. Mm-hmm. But then I never also got to experience the great successes either. Mm. And I think, you know, just that process maybe of, you know, achieving, pushing yourself to the limits, achieving goals. And then that through that process, that, that feeling of achievement and that brings so much meaning to your life, you know, but if you live a life of just being average and not pushing yourself, you really don't get to experience that full, you know, process of having a vision, having a goal, going through the trials and the pain and the, and, you know, being knocked down and, and still going, you'll never experience what that's like. And, and that, I think it was what brings passion in life, right. you know? No, I would totally agree. In fact, I was literally was just was talking about this where, you know, when, you, when you're able to get to a point in your life where you're embracing what we consider the suck, right? Embracing the suck or doing hard things or creating big challenges for yourself, you know, there's so many uh, things that come from it that are great, awesome, amazing, wonderful, right? Life, life lessons, integrity moments, discipline in your life. But one thing that you're talking about, which I, I would completely agree with, is that the celebration of life is so oh, much yeah. more intense. Yeah. You know, like other people are going out and enjoying it, and you're celebrating it, like at, mm-hmm. a, such a, at a such a deeper level, because you know the price that you were willing to pay in order to experience that achievement or to go down that that path. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, you know, that's, I, I would totally hundred percent agree with you is like, when you do those hard things, it's like everything else becomes that much more brilliantly bright in your life yeah, and intense in a great way. Right. So as you look at that weekend, uh, that you experienced this awakening mm-hmm. and you've left it, you've now we're a couple weeks past that. Like what is, ex- what are you excited about that has changed in your life that you are looking forward to, to continue with, uh, as you pursue this man that you know that you can be? Well, I think that, you know, what the, I don't know how much the listeners know about the awakening, right. but, um, they know a little bit, we've shared a little bit about it. We've, yeah. we, they know it's 72 hours. They know it's really intense. Uh, they know that it's physically, mentally, and emotionally draining. Right. Uh, and, uh, but they of course, obviously don't know, obviously like, you know, yeah. uh, but we've, we've shared with them a little bit about what that, what Kingsman is a little bit. And then of course, what the awakening can do for men in their life. Yeah. Well, so, you know, kind of in a nutshell, I mean, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, just how I was living life. Right. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, right. but it wasn't great or spectacular or however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, I lived just a life of average mm-hmm. and would you have through, said that? Would you have said that before the awakening though? No. I mean, I don't think I would anyway. Yeah. It's hard to say, but I, I don't think I would have because I was trying to give myself grace also. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, we can fill our, our minds with such negative talk, right. Negative that, all this negativity that mm-hmm. I also was in a place where I was trying to be really, you know, conscious about what I was feeding myself to mm-hmm. and to give myself grace. Right. I yeah. mean, got to be your biggest, you know, fan and supporter. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I think, you know, for me, it's, uh, you know, one thing is that I realized that there's things that I buried internally mm-hmm. that I wasn't aware of, you know, I mean, I was happy in life. I was content, you mm-hmm. know, um, quote unquote, sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, you didn't know any better. Right. Well, I, that's exactly it. I didn't, re- I didn't know what I was 
Like I didn't understand my full potential. Yeah. And that, but I can hold myself accountable to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That I can hold myself responsible, I should Mm -hmm. say for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, you know, through that experience, you know, and because it incorporated a lot of that physical aspect of it, um, I mean, that broke me down to where I could emotionally, you know, release some of this stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think for me, I lived my life internally, um, that life of comparison to my, you know, biggest mentors in life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. like the the Joneses or anything like that, but it mm-hmm. was, I wasn't celebrating the successes in my life because I didn't feel like they measured up to, you know. Yeah, people to, that you respected, admired. That, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. To the people that I, for, when I was comparing my successes to theirs, right? Yeah. It wasn't, it's yeah. not at that level. So yeah. therefore my success wasn't as big, yeah. right? And when it came to my faith, it was the same thing, you know, because mm-hmm. of the mentor in my life and it'll never be, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was dad, you know, mm-hmm. it's like sure. dad, for those of, you know, that know our, our father, it's like, he has amazing faith yeah, and, and uh, knowledge in that faith too. Yeah. I mean, tremendously. And, and yeah. we understand that, especially the older we get, right. Yeah. Just how, you know, full of wisdom he is and, and life lessons, you know, yeah. um, we just eat it up now, but I would compare my faith to his. Yeah. And so by doing that, I was never, I, I was always let down. I was yeah. always disappointed in myself, right? Yeah. That I wasn't at that level. Like I wasn't, my faith wasn't on the same, mm-hmm. you know, levels as uh, dad's. But through this, so through this experience, I, I understood that. And I was able to articulate that and write that down and then, and then say it out loud. And so when, like, when you say it out loud, you're like, well, why would you ever think like that? I mean, yeah. if somebody was telling me that, I'd be like, dude, get your head out of your sand, out yeah. of the sand. Like, <laughs> you can't think like that. Right. But here I am doing it. And I've, and I do it unconsciously. Like, I didn't understand that, that mm-hmm. it was just buried so deep. Mm-hmm. And by now understanding that and working through that, I mean, there's just tremendous freedom now in that. I can celebrate you know, the successes that Lynn's and I go through in life and mm-hmm. the successes, you know, of just like we just bought a house. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe the the one before me had been like, you know, the person before the waking experience would have been, well, you know, it's 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 okay house, you yeah. know. And yeah. It, it's cool it's for us. But now I'm like, yeah, that took a lot of years to get here now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we flipped houses, we put, you know, blood, sweat and tears into old homes. And we're putting a lot of work into this one. And now, you know, we, we got to experience that mm-hmm. and that's an awesome thing. Yeah. And so it, it just makes life so much more exciting when you can just get, you know, give yourself grace, hold yourself responsible, knowing that you're, you're the captain of your own ship, Yeah. not limit yourself, yeah. you know, but to celebrate yourself too. And, and the people in your life. Well, and I think that's one of the things as you were talking about, the other thing that was coming to mind too, is that now you have the freedom in those relationships. That's not going to be the barrier that was holding those back. Right. Yeah. I think when, unfortunately, when you do have this, when you live this life of comparison and you can never live up to those expectations or what their lives look like, supposedly, mm-hmm. you can never have a great relationship with those people. 
right? You can never truly be like very, you can't be happy for their success because their success was meaning that it take, it took something away from your success. Yeah. Right. And what a freeing thing it is in your life where, um, it's not about them either being successful or not successful. You get to be their biggest fan because you are now your biggest fan. Right. And you see yourself differently. I would say one of the things that I noticed in you, and it was actually, it happened a little bit before the awakening, but I know that the awakening was really the full exposure for you, but you started to see yourself as a, as a man that was standing alone now in a, in, in the sense of in a positive way, right? Like yeah. you, you could stand by yourself and be very comfortable with who you were. Right. And and not a lot of men can do that because mm-hmm. once again, we're either comparing ourselves or falling short of the expectations we put on our shoulders, or we've fallen short in the eyes of what we believe other people are putting on ourselves. Right. And you started to have that transformation in your life before that. I really felt like that was the, you know, the awakening was the catalyst for you to say, I'm going to be proud of who I am. I am an individual. I am a man and I'm going to be the king of my family. Right. And I was just, I'm curious to know now too, is like, has that, like, has that enhanced your marriage? Oh, tremendously. Yeah. yeah does, I mean, does Lindsay see that in you? Well, now? I mean, you know, maybe we should get her on the phone and ask her the question, <laughs> but I mean, we do have Bluetooth. We can get on, you know, it was, you know, obviously my wife, Lindsay knows me better than most. Right. Yeah. And so she knows, um, you know, we've talked about that experience and so she understands just how difficult, but also just these sees through my action actions and my emotions. And, you know, she got to experience that process. Obviously, you know, she was there the last night to, for us to celebrate, which was amazing because she got to see just how impactful this event was to not just myself, but to all the other men involved. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think, you know, just so just the fact that she could witness that she really understood what we went through in a sense, right. Mm -hmm. Without physically being there, but she also can hold me accountable too. Like if I, you know, say I want to be a great, you know, husband, well, what does that mean? You know? And it's like emptying the tank. Like we talk about, right? Like by the time your head hits the pillow, like you're out. Well, I mean, I'm kind of a night owl, but, uh, so it's hard for me to just go to sleep early anyway, but you know, um, before it'd be like, you know, I might get on my phone, like, oh, she'll, you know, she'll take care of the kids or maybe get maxed down or, yeah, you know, all the, there's some dishes in the sink, like, oh, Lens will get to that. It's like, no, you know, like I want to be a good husband mm-hmm. and it's just doing those small things. Right. And she'll notice that. And she knows that I'm doing it to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you know, anybody would appreciate that. Sure. Like even in reverse, obviously. And so she sees more of an effort on my, my part to be more intentional because, you know, and we've had those honest conversations. I want to have an exceptional marriage, Yeah. you know? And again, it's like, what does that look like? Well, a lot of it is just like, just taking responsibility, but working hard and being intentional, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Being intentional and being consistent with it. Right. And not being sporadic with it, you know, because once again, so many times when you, you know, you go to retreat, like it feels really great for, you know, that for a couple of days and then, sure. you know, for that week. And then after the week, you're kind of starting to like back off of it and you're not really changed as much as you thought you were. And the normal life gets in the way and you get yeah. into your bad habits again. 
it's that consistency of staying in those. And I call them disciplines because discipline is exceptionally great for our lives. Like it is so good. We get empowered when we stay in these disciplines and the disciplines are the things that you want to make sure that you are really good at in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so being a really good dad takes discipline, being a really good husband takes discipline, being a really good businessman takes discipline in your life, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about, it's not about holding you back. It actually gives you more tremendous freedom in your life. Right. And I, and it's great. I I love where you're going with all this because, um, I, you know, obviously the evolution in my life has happened and that's been going on for a couple, you know, a number of years here, but it's, it's, for me, it's awesome to see you go through it. Other men go through it because it's kind of like this. You get it now, don't you? Oh yeah. You know, percent. What was your, and I know we're running late here, but what was your perception, uh, just really quick of, uh, you know, and I guess you, you just use me as that guy, right? But like, now that you've gone through it, what was your perception of me then, and now your, your, your uh, perception of me now, now that you like can relate to it? Well, <clears throat> I mean, I get it. Okay. I get I get your drive. I, I get your vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think you've always had great vision um, because you could see how impactful it could be for other men, other people, uh, women and men, right. you know, right. but you could see the impact in people's lives that this would have. And sometimes when you get so, um, when you can see that vision so clearly and you want that for everybody, right? You can, you know, be more intense, right? Or tremendously, you know what I'm saying? But so, so it it doesn't always come across great. No, right. Exactly. And and it's so funny, you know, when you try to explain this process to people, it's like, you know, having these Kingsman shirts on, Uh you know, a couple, I had a clerk at Home Depot, you know, this young girl asking me, Oh, what's your shirt? And it's like, I tried to explain it and I, I just totally butchered it. You uh-huh. know, I was yep. like, yep, that's a horrible explanation of what this is. But it's like, I don't even know how to explain it to this girl. Right. You know? Yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, I, you know, you've always had, you know, this tremendous drive and vision in your life, but going through this process, I, I understand that more. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I understand the meaning behind it too. It's, mm-hmm. you know, because you want to empower people, you want to see their lives be impacted, you know, and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes when you want something so much for somebody, you know, it's just, it's a hard thing to do, right? Cause yeah. there's, there's a process, there's a way to get them to be interested and then make that final step. But yeah, you know, it's a hard balance, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's really good. It's so hard and it is all about the messaging. And of course, and and the intensity, as you said, is, uh, sometimes can be very intimidating, but it also can be, you know, very cocky and just, you know, the perception of what people think is not necessarily the reality of the situation that's going on. So it's been awesome to have you, uh, in the, in the, in the evolution of your life. I'm so excited for, uh, your future. And as you continue to, uh, do some things in your life that are amazing, I know that you're going to be involved in Kingsman as we go forward. So that's awesome. Uh, you know, for me, that is, uh, it's, I'm so excited because you know that it's impactful, but as a brother, I'm just so excited to be doing life with you as we move forward. So, um, I appreciate it, man. This is going to be, this will be a fun ride. hundred percent, man. All right, buddy. Well, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up, dude, over 30 minutes. I told you this thing was going to fly. Yeah. I told you to go <laughs> quick, uh, last comment. Um, any guy that's out there, 
uh, that has gone, man, that, that kind of, maybe that's me. Maybe that's me. What would you say to them, uh, uh, when it comes to either just being a part of Kingsman or any of the events that we have on there? What, what would you say to that guy? I would just say, I mean, the reality is you can do it or you, or, or you don't have to do it, Yeah. you know, but if you just feel like you could, you're made for more that you could have something more in, in your life. If, if you're a guy that says you never had the, uh, just that tenacity in life, don't, don't put that down to personality. You have to discover what you're passionate about. And I think through that process, because of, you know, so the different ways you approach that it'll mm -hmm. come out. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't want a, a fulfilling life? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Awesome. Love it, buddy. All right, man. Well, love you too. Appreciate you coming on the show today. You too, man. All right, guys. Well, hey, listen, I, I hope this uh, was impactful for you. If you are a female and you know of a, of a guy that you're like, man, this would be such a good podcast for them to listen to. If it's your husband, your brother, just a friend, I, I just ask you to just share this with them. And if you are a man sitting on the other side of this, uh, these headphones here and you're listening to this and you want to know more about it, just go to kingsmanrise.com. That's kingsmanrise.com. And then, of course, you can always reach out to us uh, here on the podcast. Let us know. And we are here for you. So you guys have a great, fantastic rest of your week. And we would definitely look forward to talking with you soon.